0: Bottle of red, bottle of wine, breaking down the good, bad, and ugly shows tonight. We visit memories from the past on this Gig Tales podcast.
1: Hello. welcome back to Gig Tales Podcast. The podcast where you tell us then we tell you. Yes. I don't even know what this podcast is about anymore because this pandemic has just really put a wrench in all of our, our, our content uh, collection and creation here, it has. You know? So we're very grateful
2: uh, for the past right now, which is yeah. a great source of content
1: for us. Yeah, um, and, our, and our friends, uh, lots of really good uh, musician and performer friends that have lots of, they have all pasts. They have pasts, too. Sort of. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, have all, we all have pasts. Um, so here we are. We normally talk about tales, uh, stories from performances, and crazy things that happen. Stories from
2: the stage
1: and beyond. Yes, and beyond.
2: Ashley, you had a couple of gigs recently since the old pandem. I, <laughs> ye ye,
1: old pandem?
2: Ye, um, okay, ye old pandem is smallpox, but the, oh.
1: old, the old pandem is oh. now. Okay. All right. So ye old, O-L-D-E. It's okay. Got it. it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We played our first uh, gigs back since so uh, March 13th was our last gig um, out with the cat pack. And yeah, so it had been about, what is that? April, May, June, July, four months or so.
2: 178 years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's felt that long. So, you know, and, and obviously like we're trying to respect, you know, s- distancing from each other and stuff. And, you know, I'd h- we'd hung out with like with the band and stuff like at each other's houses, like outside and respectfully and stuff. Um, but we hadn't had like any rehearsals or things like that. And I think the only person who had been touching his instrument was Ken. <laughs> Whoa, really come on. Perverted. This is a family podcast here. <laughs> it sounded perverted the way I said it. but Can I just say I'm <laughs> insanely
2: proud of us for making it, 46 episodes or whatever it is into this without making a touching your instrument joke? How did we even do that?
1: How did that escape us? How? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, well, Ken, um, he, he has been teaching lessons. He's been playing like every day, oh, like good. even just for himself. Like he's been doing a lot. So he's definitely super practiced. But that being said, I mean, he has been playing the songs like <laughs> our songs are, you know, that we play. So But um, yeah, he, we're like, Ken might be the only one who remembers how to play his instrument, but it was cool. We had our first gig back was at a brewery and um, they have set up, like they have a nice outdoor patio space. I've talked, I talked about them. We played there last summer and fall and they were, they're just, they're really great. They're like one of the greatest venues to work with. They're always super accommodating. They have a tent set up for um, additional seating and stuff because it's mainly just like, Um, you know, outdoor, outdoor seating is the majority of the restaurants now. So we were supposed to play like near that tent and then it was kind of threatening rain. So they were again, like super accommodating. They were just like, let's just set you up like under the regular covered patio. And it was super hot, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, we were like pretty damp, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) moist. I don't know. Um, By the time we played, but it was, it was great. Um, Good. Yeah. And then we played our annual uh, campground beach party way up in New Hampshire, where it's just like, you know, different areas and uh, are just dealing with this whole thing differently. So the further you go up into New Hampshire, you know, the less cases and things they've had and the less the precautions or the restrictions are a little bit looser because you know, they, they're following what they should be as per, You know, their number of cases and their statistics, and and there's also
2: less population
1: density the further you go up, too. Yeah, so it makes sense. Right, but it's like a little bit of culture shock for us because we were playing, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, they're like there are people dancing and like sitting near each other (laughs) without a license in New Hampshire without a license." And I will, I'm here to report that Ken's knees were exposed during this (laughs) gig. And I told him, like, I'm going to have to call you out on Gigtails because you need such a big deal about not playing in shorts. And, and here we here are. Here he was. And I don't even think I got a picture. I should have well, gotten a picture well, this year. Good. That's good that yeah. you're getting back into it and yeah. starting it feels, to open back up. Yeah. It feels amazing. I love making music with my friends again and having Ew. real live bodies to play music to, <laughs> to Ew. touch our instruments in front of. Very voyeuristic. I'm tired of touching <laughs> my instrument around all those dead bodies.
2: Yeah, I know all these um, virtuals. We, we have a very fucking special guest today on this podcast.
1: Yeah, fucking finally. <laughs> what took him
2: so long? I don't know. He's out in the Midwest or some shit. Oh, uh,
1: we had to send like a
2: carrier pigeon to ask him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've talked about him. We we have here today Anthony Healy. Piano, hey. player, piano player, teacher, uh, band member, father, and friend.
0: Oh,
1: Did I get intro. it all?
0: Yes. And Boston sports fan, despite living yeah. in the flyover states.
2: Yes, Very avid Boston sports fan. Now, Tone, we were talking about doing teaching remotely when Ashley just said doing the lessons remotely. Have you been doing that as well?
0: Yeah, we've been doing it. I've been doing it mostly through. Um, to I teach, you know, private lessons through a music school, and that's like kind of one-on-one. So we've been using uh, Zoom for that. And I also teach the the harder one is. Um, I work for a nonprofit that when you know we're not in the, the, the COVID times here, it's such a fun job, and it's teaching group piano lessons um, in a uh, Kalamazoo City School to uh, grades two through five. And it's just like, you know, classes of like six and they all come in and we just have a a great time learning piano. And a lot of them, you know, wouldn't have a chance to really have any kind of piano instruction like without this. And and it's just an awesome, awesome program. And to try to do that in a group lesson. Um, on zoom, it's like, usually when you have the co- the console, it's like, you know, you have your headphones and you can turn on and off people's pianos so that they can be heard. They can hear other people. And a lot of times with like the younger kids they are, you know, they're rambunctious. They want to just play their piano the whole time. Um, now it's like, if I have to ask them to practice, I have to mute everyone because I, I, you know, there's no way to like selectively hear what people are playing without the whole call hearing it. It's not, Zoom's not made that way yet. So Someone's gonna make a killing in the music ed, <laughs> music ed product line. The, the 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 cash cow is mm-hmm. gonna. They're gonna make like some kind of uh, meeting app where you can, you know, choose who, like who's muted and who is, you know, so they can they can play just of a host and not hear everyone else. So it'd be it, it, like
2: the Elon Musk of music education is out there somewhere, <laughs> and we already fucked. <laughs> hate you so get on it
0: <laughs> your twitter
1: is already obnoxious whoever you are yeah.
0: legions of bitter musicians are going to be <laughs> hating you as soon as you get rich with your idea you're oh, already
2: yeah. lined up to go on joe rogan's podcast <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
2: that's right come at me joe rogan oh, crap he probably would yeah um tone you are also a how do i put this uh, I don't know how to say it. P- cl- uh, um, piano bar. I, piano I, man. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> hey, look, everyone. It's, I think it's the piano that's man. That's the
1: official. That's what you put on your taxes, right? <laughs> piano bar, piano what, man. The
0: song? Oh, like the song, nine o'clock on a Saturday?
1: Oh. Oh. <gasps> uh, yeah. darn it.
0: Um, old Tones had a long, long-standing gig at a, at a piano bar. And... Like I feel like I it's it's maybe different than like I have friends that that, that 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 like play like the they're like piano bar players and they play there's like a circuit and there's all these different places you play and and the thing I stumbled into um, is like just in one spot and I it always just kind of worked I was really busy during the year with like teaching and a little bit of performing during the year and then during the you know the summer I would just this one gig because it's it's on an island and so um it's there and and you know it's been the one piano bar gig and and it's different like in terms of the setup than a lot of other piano bar gigs too so like there's no there's no mic there like the piano is acoustic like a lot of piano bar setups have you know they'll have like a pretty good sound system they'll have the
2: toilet is right next to the piano in this place (laughs)
0: Terry could tell some stories about that I have
2: too. Tone would you say it's like the <laughs> would you say it's like the third largest island in Massachusetts
0: <laughs> I think it's the I, I think it's the third largest last I checked yeah, yeah okay. it would be yeah. the third largest Great. island in, in the commonwealth it might even be yeah. the, the easternmost point in the uh in the continental U.S. as well fun, nah. fun fact fun Is fact it?
1: It's like Google Maps, show me now.
0: Yeah, we, we should check that out. I, I think I heard it, but it could have been somebody just like on the boat to the to the island who is was wasted and just uh, flapping their gum. So that could be my, my source yeah. for that. I'm that, not sure. But it just That's, that's certainly
2: ago. a lie. It might be the easternmost, oh, the easternmost island. No, it's definitely not.
0: Not even? <laughs> yeah. No. You just tell. Well, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad we got that out of the way.
1: Yeah, we didn't have to fact check that after. Thanks, Terry, for real time fact checking.
0: Yeah. Now you're never gonna know if all the rest of the stories that I tell are real or fake. Um, no. Terry was probably there for some of them, so you yeah. can be you are the eyewitness. All
1: right. You can corroborate.
0: You what definitely are know that, what are
1: some of your favorites?
0: You definitely know that the bathroom and its subpar um, plumbing system is definitely within like arm's reach from the piano, which is always great.
1: Oh Lord
0: it's a tough one, um but this man it's like I was thinking about just all of the different all the different kind of stories and experiences, and like I've been playing there like a long while, and so like i don't even think i, I didn't think I was like legal drinking age, even though I told them I was when I started working there, and it's just like it's so funny just like the different chapters it's just like one big, hilarious monster in my head of, of stuff and it's like it's almost better when people witness something happening usually the things happen to me and it's usually when people <laughs> witness those like they can kind of do the stories justice because like after you know enough times of doing it sometimes you just have to, you develop such a thick skin like you're just like <laughs> you're just like numb <laughs> to how, totally. bad, how I, I think
1: that I was thinking about that like this this week when I was Terry's like oh you back to gigging like I'm like yeah I don't think anything happened and then I really had to say like did things happen and like I'm just so decent like maybe yeah, i need yeah. to be like more tuned in like a, I think a fly on the wall happen. might
0: make might like yeah like tell like a like an epic story about what happened and to, yeah. to us it's maybe just like oh yeah it was like it's one of those one of those kind of nights nice, actually kind of a weird night <laughs> yeah
1: yeah like
2: nah, that's, yeah pretty average yeah and oh, man. i and i also think for you tone when you're like sitting the area in there's so many people around you and you're probably you're a lot of times you're just kind of like trying to get back to doing what you're doing I think you just like brush things off in the moment and then later (laughs) you're like did that happen
0: it's it's set up in a exactly right and it's like it's set up in a way where um the like what what's what's unique about it kind of the one thing I like about it is that I like as an entertainer um I feel like the thing I don't really consider myself like an entertainer in that way I think the thing that I do best is like I, I just love to play songs on the piano with a bunch of friends like standing around really close to me. And we're just like, you know, having a, having a, a fun, dumb nerdy sing along. And so like, that's why I think I've maybe just stayed at this one gig like all this time, just because it really just is like an intimate kind of a thing. It's just an acoustic piano. It's a very small bar. There's no stage. You know what I mean? So the people are like right there next to you. Some Sometimes like they're sitting next to you on the piano bench for, for better or for way worse um, a lot of the times. And so like the, the, the The fact that there's no separation between you and the people who are, you know, walking up and trying to cough on you, for instance, like you're saying before. Um, There's just, like, there's just so much room for this, like, incredibly weird and great and horrible interactions with people. Um, I I just
2: want to say that the Bob Saget Bar, we'll call it the Bob Saget Bar, um, is going to be probably the last place to be allowed to open. I mean... (laughs)
0: Yeah, social distancing nightmare.
2: I mean, I have never been body to body with people. It's worse than a subway. Like, oh. yeah. Yes.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. You were yeah. going about yeah. to
2: tell a story.
0: It's true. Well, this is kind of like it's one. It was one of those nights, and um, it, this was a, there was a wedding party in uh, in the Bob Saget bar, and it like things had come to a fever pitch and usually, you know, you try to like space the songs out or whatever. There's like, after you play, then you were a certain style, like with, you know, piano bar songs, there's definitely like, a- as you learn like your trial and error, there's like an unofficial song list. You know what I mean? Of like, of like, there's like probably like 50 to 75 songs that, that, that people just in there, you know, from like the boomer generation up to like, up to like millennials, just, it's just in the lexicon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and- you kind of learn through these songs and you like, you work your way through these songs and then you eventually find your way to the most, you know, popular songs or the ones that everyone knows the ones that are the most cliche that like, you know, the most touristy people, like the very, like the very top of that pyramid is definitely like, and we actually, it was one of our friends actually made a sign of this as a, joke. um, one of our friends that actually whose uh, husband has been on the podcast as well. Um, she, she made a song, a sign of the sing-along, um, pantheon, and it was like, you have to, it was like, there was a tariff list. And so <laughs> there were these five songs that you have to pay like $20, you know, to hear mm-hmm. and like $20 for a song. It's like, it's kind of like a, I don't know. And like most places that's a premium request. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not, not everyone's looking to just drop 20 bucks to like three and a half minutes, you know? Yeah. And so she made it like tongue in cheek as a joke. And like, we were like, what songs are we going to put on this thing? So we put down a uh, tiny dancer. Yeah. Piano man. Oh, yeah. Sweet Caroline. Oh, uh-huh. God. Uh-huh. Boston folks. Don't, don't Stop Believing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I think those Beautiful. were the five that, that we put on it, right? Nice. Yeah. And, and like, it was a joke at first. And, like, we was like, oh, cool. This will be, like, a fun thing. They were visiting for the weekend, so we put it up on the wall, whatever, like, made it, like, it was, like, hand-drawn with, like, we had, like, like blue and pink high, like, a pen. And, like, <laughs> made it look as, like, as, as great as we could. And that sign, like, that first night, like, people... I mean, this island, it's like a tourist spot. It's like a resort area. So people there, like, a lot for a lot of them, like $20 is, like, not even close to a drop in the bucket. And so they were taking it literally. Like, like there was no tongue-in-cheek about it. And they were just, like, didn't even Some people didn't even, like, ask. they just like, oh, yeah, look at the sign. See what the sign says? Yeah. Some people thought it was $20 per song. Some people, you know, it was, like, it was, like, so open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were just, tipping that much and like so we just left the sign up and it stayed up there for like like six summers until like somebody finally like ripped it down in some kind of a drunken belligerent uproar and then we just made a new one and like by that time like the ownership of this place had changed and like the owners were like oh yeah we have to have the sign it's like a total part (laughs) like that's like a fixture here and a thing it's like something that we came up with on a whim. Just so funny.
2: And now it's like it. framed and like all typeface and <laughs> yeah, nice. It's like yeah. It's like a 3. very <laughs> nice sign. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is just like so funny how that evolved. And um and it's just like I like the one one thing that like a term in like piano bar playing is like, uh, asking for tips is a really important thing that you have to do. And it's like, I, I just, oh, just like, hate that idea of of like, whoring myself out. And just like, yeah. you know what I mean? I joke around with my friends. It's like, you know, sometimes I'll get to play like really nice. I guess my favorite style of- like, as like maybe an artist, is like jazz piano. So I'll play like this like really nice like jazz trio gig and then I'll, I'll, I'll finish up and I'll, but I'll go over into the piano bar into like the sardine back place, people chanting your name, sounds of glasses breaking. And it's like I just joke around with my friends. Like I come in, I, I like, take off my jacket, I take off my musical integrity, hang it on the hook and then go <laughs> sit down and get them going. Play
2: <laughs> piano, oh. man, for nine continuous hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: exactly. So like Basically. anyway, so that was a really long way of just saying that you know, there's like a pecking order of songs and like the way you sequence them and this wedding party's in the bar that night, and they'll get worked up to the point, it's like coming toward like kind of to the end of the night. And uh, and and like the benevolent uncle who's like kind of like the patriarch of the family, who's like, you know, the guy who's like the best drinker, the best storyteller, like the de facto like ringleader of this like complete Pack of 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 hyenas that has been in the bar the whole night, and like I work up to like finally playing Piano Man, and like right along this time it just coincides with like this is when he's going to make his big speech, like this is going to be his big like like let's get everyone together and let's like toast the bride and groom and like you know he's rapping and everything. So I'm playing the introduction to Piano Man and he like calls everyone over so like an overcrowded area like somehow becomes like twice as crowded with people and he's like everybody raise your glasses and he's like so and like he's saying this he's right by my 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 right shoulder and he's right over my head. And everyone just like raises a hailstorm of, of glasses full of various liquids like right over to my head. And I'm like trying to play like the do-do-do-do-do-do, like the intro to Piano Man. And this guy's giving this like pouring his heart out, telling this like just drunken story. He's like slurring his speech. Everyone is dying. They're loving it so much. They're so fired up. And like right when we get to like nine o'clock on a Saturday, finishes the speech and everyone clinks their glasses. And this fucking, this like, it felt like a gallon of just like wine, champagne, beer, like bourbon, any, like the, like a full bar at a wedding at at like a cocktail hour just like comes down onto me. (laughs) And like, what do you do, right? What do you do in this situation? Because, like, I'm trying to just grin and bear it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's, like, now I'm, like, my shirt's half drenched with what, with God knows what. And, like, the song is starting, and people are starting to sing it. So I just keep playing, and I'm just so annoyed and just trying to go to my happy place. I'm so mad. And, like, some guy in the back is, like, witnessing this whole thing happening, and you just hear, like, a faint voice yelling over of the thing like he's gonna play through
1: <laughs> it's like the it's the narrator of your life it's like...
0: <laughs> right it's he's like in baseball them. it's like if, if you get hit by a pitch like you're not <laughs> supposed to rub it you know what I mean they'll, they'll yeah. shout like don't rub it you know yeah. don't don't let him don't let him know <laughs> yeah giving the fucking
2: color commentary and (laughs) and (laughs) play-by-play oh my god that just tickled me so much (sighs) it's like
0: yeah like you said you're in this fishbowl you know what i mean you're in this you're in this fishbowl and like you you can't respond like a normal person would and it's like you know they've they've paid like a special fee to the bar and it's like you're just trying to entertain them and it's like at what point like do you draw the line about like your personal space your you know your 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 standards like what you're gonna suffer for and it's like uh it's a tough one
1: it's hard. So is any, obviously like your the piano stays at the bar. It's not your piano. I'm assuming it's a real piano, right? Not, it's not, you're not bringing like a keyboard. Is, do you, is any of the gear yours? Like, do you bring a microphone or whatever? Cause that's a big thing for me. It's like, it's honestly not, it's like less even about my body <laughs> and more about my gear. Cause I'm like, yeah. that's I mean, money. I, like I don't. I, yeah. I'm
2: at a wet t-shirt contest on a near daily basis. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it's
1: whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I keep losing. Uh,
0: the, but the I think gear, it's harder. Like if, yeah. if none of
1: it's yours then it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: For, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I've been, I've been at places where like they'll rent a piano, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, they, so all the liability is on them and it's like, you know, depending on whatever the sound setup is, like sometimes if it's like a baby grand piano or grand piano, they'll have it on like the half stick. Mm
2: -hmm. And so
0: like you can fit a microphone inside there. And some people will like see a slanted piano lid and like, they'll just be like, oh yeah, can my wine fit on there? Can I balance it? And like, there's like pictures of like, yeah. Like you can see the freaking, the top of like, the meniscus is that what they call it in science like the top of the wine is like completely tilted like the like the leading (laughs) tower and i'm just waiting for it to go down there and like you're trying to 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 play and entertain and sing and like interact with people and it's just like so it's just so funny like there isn't that they're so drunk
1: they think that like like they're tilted so it's straight (laughs) like it's like the tilt (laughs) is like compensating for their
0: the lack of common sense for people is, is just an incredible, it's like different yeah. walks. Of life. Yeah. yeah. They, well they people,
1: don't. yeah. People don't understand like the gear and the value either. Like we play this camp gig every year and we've done it for about six or seven years now um, consecutively. And it's only been rained. We've only been rained out once and they have like an indoor kind of space. It's just like not as fun. So we did it, you know, there that year, but, even that year, like, it was threatening rain. It was, like, sprinkling all kind of through the day. And the we were, like, we can't. Like, we can't. There's too much of right. a chance of rain. Like, if there's a chance of rain at all, like, we can't. And people were, like, so uh, mad and, like, frustrated and, like, well, it's just, like, it's a little sprinkle. Like, come on, it's not even raining now. Like, once we got set up, once we started, it stopped raining. And people were, like, see, it didn't even rain. It's, like, oh. yeah, we needed, GTFO. like, two hours to set yeah. up thousands of dollars of gear like if it was your stuff and then people be like oh yeah i guess yeah that makes sense they just like you don't i mean yeah, yeah zero
0: don't... zero empathy and a lot of times yeah. zero zero confidence and it's like yeah depending on people and, and like and the other funny thing about you know the, the the island gig is like yeah people go there like it's like a di- it feels like a different country like it's it, it's a it's a well, however many miles out you know it's like an hour boat ride it's like they leave a lot of things they leave all their stress their anxiety their brain you know uh, a lot of times their common sense like on the mainland and yeah. when they come there it's like this little playground for them and some people are just like ridiculously ridiculously wealthy there and and they just think the whole world is their playground too yeah. you know so and like, a
2: you know tw- whatever dollar microphone doesn't mean anything to them those things right. money is replaceable i will say this though i feel when i go there i feel that where it's like you've left the world behind I can be like a different person and that's why I did so many murders but also <laughs> why I can relax like I really do I do connect with that sense of like this is my playground not in a destructive way but in a like I don't know I can just be
1: that's good yeah that's yeah. like the good thing about like vacation right vacation yeah. spots but yeah you still have to like respect other human beings like yeah you
0: gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> keep property. that in mind right 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 yeah. and it's like sometimes i'll play there you know since since moving to the midwest um the, you know the frequency at which i play there it makes the most economic sense you know cuz it's a flight you know there and back unless i'm going to drive you know 13 and a half hours you know each way in my car or whatever so it's like i you know you need to to, to book strings of of gigs and there's no microphone here and actually before you know the the, the everything was canceled this summer right so just like so so many gigs, all the gigs and I actually had we were we were we were set up to replace the acoustic piano with um piano shell and a keyboard and a microphone and like actually like make it a legitimate setup i know that's i and and we were really close to doing that and that was like that was like the last week in february when we like set up the calls for it wow yeah and then yeah a couple two weeks later (laughs) we forget about it but Uh, um, i was
2: supposed to put my house on the market on march
1: 21st ha (laughs) ha 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 i know oh i know it's yeah
2: yeah. Right. It's so funny when you look back at the things you were starting to do, and like the day <laughs> you were starting to do them. Like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna get the the uh, sorry the uh, Bob Saget bar all set up for. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, what's the what's the for, uh, saying? It's like, yeah, God, y- you make plans and and God laughs. Yeah.
2: God must. At a Bob Saget stand up show right now, then, because he is tee hee heeing all over us. Tee hee heeing. That's an Nicole buyer line. I can't take credit for that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's um, good. Have you ever seen any celebrities? other than Bob Saget at this Bob Saget bar.
0: Yes. Oh man. I've seen, uh, I've had like a really, really nice experience with a couple of them. Yeah. Sometimes they'll just poke their heads in and, and they'll, you know, be immediately recognized and they'll kind of scurry away. Um, like that. Yeah, That's
2: not a great place for celebrities.
0: No, definitely not. Nowhere Um, to hide. Right, right, right. One, um, actually, yeah, I I, well, I'm, I think of these stories and I have like a, a piano playing co- cohort, uh, that colleague that, uh, that, uh, Terry knows I do. Is a really fun. He's, he's, he's a polarizing figure. He's a, he's a funny guy. we we've, we've split the gig the whole time. We actually went to high school together. And like when it, it came to be too much for me, like I couldn't play like, you know, 18 nights in a row or whatever. We started splitting the gig and, and he has a hailstorm of, of, great stories as well so one of the one, one of them happened when like he was having kind of a rough night and it was the end of the night and like you know sometimes you, people say things to you and you get used to hearing the same kind of thing so much that you know you sometimes forget your filter you forget your manners and you're just sort of just like you know especially if it's been a bad night um you know <laughs> oh, and, no. and, and he said something to the effect of like um some of the effect of like uh, I, I forget. It's like some. It's like somebody put a dollar in the jar or something. Like you know, wow. and a dollar for a song. in a place like this is just like not a, a super exciting, like enticing offer to play. Yeah. And he any he, any he like any thought. This person who who asked for the song was the same person who put the dollar in. And he, and he like just said without looking like. Like you want to try something else than a dollar? Like I'm not a fucking stripper, or so, like something like that. Just like really, just flew off the handle. It was the end of the night, and uh, oh. and the person and the person who asked for the song. was like, "Whoa, buddy, take it easy." And she like walked. She walked up to him, and it was Drew Barrymore. She <laughs>
1: bitch. <laughs> Holy I shit! I didn't oh. think Drew Barrymore <laughs> would carry ones
0: like that's. She's like. Oh. She's like hi, oh. I'm Drew. Yeah and uh and so it's like situations like that the the other like one is actually of another piano player not me happening that it was um it was Bill Belichick. it was his girlfriend at the time I, I'm not sure oh, if yeah, still they together
2: They have a house on Nantucket. I'm pretty sure they're still together. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh,
2: shit. I said it. Uh, They have a house on
0: Bob Saget Island.
2: On Bob Saget (laughs) Island.
0: Fuck. Nam Saget. It's
1: Nam Saget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ashley. Damn it. Why didn't we go there? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he there, there's another um, another piano bar uh, on like the far eastern part of the island mm-hmm. where it's like it's like more remote and quieter, and uh, that's where he, that's where like Belichick like to hang out, and um, his on
2: sa- Sag Sag Dacket
0: Man Saget? <laughs> sag uh,
2: That
1: sounds like Sag and it just sounds dirty.
0: <laughs> too many well, instruments playing with yeah. instruments um, i didn't
2: know there was another one
0: yeah 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 it's um it's it's like it's more remote but it's a it's a good spot like the, the and the, the the guy that plays there it's like is like me it's i don't know it's probably me in like 20 more years um so it's like the level of uh
1: you moved to that when you're just done le- with the shit when you had the too level much
0: of, of the level of cynicism and vitriol is just like exponential it's it's incredible it's like like this guy <laughs> he'll say if someone if someone tips you like if a kid comes up to your tip jar and like gives you 5 dollars or whatever he'll he'll think his his like cynical thinking is like oh his parents are super cheap and so instead of giving me a better tip they sent their cute <laughs> kid up so it's so it looks cuter and I won't complain about it like that's the level this that's the level this dude is at
1: so salty yeah like
0: he'll yeah. take out single he'll take out singles like in the middle and he'll, he'll say stuff like oh you need this a lot more than I do or or <laughs> like yeah or he'll say like hey get this out of here singles breed more singles and like just throw it away like wow. to- total piece of work so wow. just like ramping up to this guy I yeah I didn't plan on to tell him this is going to all sorts of different places. I didn't plan on to tell him this story, but you were asking about <laughs> celebrities. So it's like so Belichick is in there, like V I P, right? Like this guy. Belichick's in the bar. He he like hangs out there a lot. And he has his 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 at this time, this is like probably like ten years ago. So maybe like newer girlfriend in there. Maybe it was even a different girlfriend. Who knows? But they, uh she goes up to the, up to the bar, the, the piano chief, you know, asks for Piano Man. And, uh, and this dude who just, like, suffers, like, no fools uh, at all is just like, oh, okay, well, like, are you going to give me a, you know, how about some bread in the jar kind of a thing? And uh, apparently, like, she, you know, takes her, like, you know, manicured fingernails and, like, she reaches into her, like, Louis Vuitton purse, you know with like her her like diamond rings on her, her super
1: bowl rings yeah yeah right yeah. <laughs> all six of them yeah.
0: <laughs> pulls, out, pulls out a, a crisp crisp yeah. one dollar bill and like puts it into the to the guy's tip jar and it's just like you know like the image in this guy's mind is probably just like a volcanic eruption mm-hmm. He like out at calm exterior i guess he goes piano man right and He proceeds to improvise like three entire verses of the song. And he starts it off with, it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Regular crowd shuffles in. There's a dumb cunt standing next to me with her (sighs) brains full of gin.
1: Wow.
0: Awful, awful. I can't even believe I said that out loud. Coming out
1: strong.
0: And and I guess he went on and he said like three verses just completely like eviscerated oh, this, this, this poor woman. I mean, well, this poor woman who, you know, was, gave this guy a, a du- not, um, uh, this it, completely indefensible, everything this guy did, but I guess yeah. like she sat there like stone faced and took the whole thing and like calmly walked away. And like, they, they like left the bar. Like he seemed like, Oh wow, that was really weird. Like, I guess, uh, I guess they're really good sports. And uh huh. like the next the next day he called he got a call, like woke woken up from the owner of the restaurant, and he's like, like, Bob Saget what the fuck did you do <laughs> last night? Like, I got a call from Bill Belichick's lawyer and they're suing the restaurant for
1: death.
2: Oh my of god. <laughs> Are you fucking serious?
0: Yeah, so she just like took this whole like awful e- eviscerating uh, you know, song, and she just like left, and they just like, immediately filed a lawsuit. Wow, wow! It, it, like sued the restaurant. She
2: was like, "Oh, I don't need to fight with this man. I don't need to say anything back. I'm yeah. just going to make his fucking life a living hell
1: tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, and like let—that's probably why she let him go because if she stopped it or whatever, like then there wouldn't have been man yeah, t- all over tip. tips. Tips are a- interesting. So there's this whole like virtual. Um, tipping thing, right. That's been going on with like all the live stream shows people have been doing. And now like even before COVID, I've seen like a lot of um, artists, musicians, bands, whatever, putting like their Venmo and PayPal info on like a, their sign on their tip jar. I was like, I have a merch sign and I have my Venmo and stuff on there in case you want to buy like shirts or whatever, but some people will do like the virtual tip jars and stuff. And it's funny. So Ken, my guitarist started playing, um, like solo acoustic gigs again and so he's doing like just i, I don't well, i don't know if he's taking cash but he's he put like the digital tips or whatever because it's more safe than accepting cash that has someone else's covid germs on it i guess yeah. so but he's like he and ari his wife slash uh their other bandmates and she's another musician whatever both past podcast guests Um, they were talking before like you know I bet no one will tip less than like five bucks on Venmo or PayPal right because like Uh you're gonna like do like a transfer of like money from your bank account like are you really gonna do it for like a dollar or like two dollars like people will do like a buck or two bucks because it's like all the ones you have in your pocket your part your right wallet or whatever right like I think in a piano bar setting or in like a requ- like playing request setting it's different but if you're like obviously you're like paying for them to do something but if there's like a musician playing in the corner and you want to like drop them a few bucks I think they'll take you know a dollar's fine like whatever you have um but they were like I bet people won't do like less than five bucks or whatever and then I think it was like Ken's first gig out he like finished his gig and he like looks at his Venmo and he had like two dollar (laughs) like tips and he's like it almost feels like worse when it's digital because somebody made the decision like that that's how much he was worth (laughs) and you give two dollars like two one dollar bills it's like oh that's all I had for cash like it's not as much of a conscious choice of like when you're sitting there with your whole bank account at your disposal and you're like how much is this guy really worth (laughs) two bucks like two dollars like you gave you five bucks like it's yeah. so weird i ne- like i never had thought about it but it's like i don't know
2: also like you're, you can kind of go up and like slyly like you know put in a, book a and, folded yeah. yeah yeah and like and you don't know who did what but this is your like the following person gave <laughs> you this much money
0: you know, shame shame <laughs>
1: All right, it's like worse it's like i'd almost rather you not give me a tip than tell me i'm worth two dollars like Dude, oh it,
0: man that's such a tough. such a slope i know such a slippery slope i know tough. like that you really have to like fortify yourself um in that in that line of work i could actually that kind of reminds me of a quick story yeah about that's
2: why you're here yes please
0: <laughs> this one this one happened um because i have a couple like non non piano bar stories but it's like Talking about what you're, you know, what you're worth, and just your ego, and just like, you know, trying to, trying to, 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 to just manage, like, you know, when you when you take your passion and and, and and you you coincide that with like how you make a living and stuff, it's uh, definitely, you know, playing with fire at certain times, you know. And I have a uh, another gig on the same, um, on the same, uh, <laughs> sag tuck it. <laughs> where I'm playing, I can't, it doesn't feel right to say it still. Man Saget. It. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at a, it's at a yacht club and uh, it's like, you know, the, the, the kind of music they love to hear, it's like background music, you know, so they love to hear all the stuff that like was popular, where, like when, like the average age of this club is like from like the mid 70s to like the mid 80s, you know what I mean? Like really older folks so it's like, you know, all the standard American songbook stuff like Gershwin and Cole Porter and like mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff where like jazz was, kind of like popular music back then and um so they like to hear their favorites only you know and, and you try not to stray too far from that and like once in a while i get kind of carried away and uh, <laughs> you know i'll I'll like try it i like try to, on and I'll be like, oh man, like this song is great. And I was also practicing this other thing. So I wanted to try this song and I'll just kind of really sneak it in and, and maybe no one will hear it, you know? And, um, I was, you know, it's important to play like the right tunes, especially when people are coming in for dinner, you know, there's like, it's like this long walk from the entrance of this club through this like beautiful, like wood floor, um, up to like the, 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 the host stand where they, where they like get their table and stuff. So it's like, it's almost like this, like little walk, a little like runway. You know what I mean? And like I'll see certain guests coming in. I'll be like, oh, you know, the Taylors love uh I get a kick out of you. And like, you know, yeah. this this uh, Mr. Harrington loves like Moonlight in Vermont and like you'll play out everyone's songs and whatever. So like I was like not paying attention to that for a quick second. And I was playing this song called um doesn't matter what the song is, is it's called Hindsight. It's by Cedar Walton. He's like a super killer jazz piano player, and it's like kinda like you know, kind of gnarly like introduction. And I was just like, really just like kind of feeling myself and enjoying the gig and playing and stuff. And I was playing the song and this woman like walks up to me. um, And I, and I know she's like, uh, and she has a, she's a super, she's super sweet she's from, she's like from France originally. And she's like lived here during my time. She's dressed to the nines. She has this fancy ass hat on. And I'm like trying to, and, I, and I'm and i playing Cedar Walton. And, uh, and, and, and she comes up to me with this, like, just like, this super warm like loving smile on her face and um, and she like pulls out a $20 bill I don't usually accept tips at this place it's kind of a a unusual thing and uh, and she comes up to me it's a big smile and I'm playing and and she goes this is for you to play anything that is not this (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: like i to not play right now, like.
0: Paid, uh, paid me, paid me a lot of money to just stop,
1: to stop doing <laughs> what you were doing. Wow. I
0: know. I know. And
1: did you just stop like mid-song? Like, what did you? How did you? Did you just kind of like? You blow know, it you out?
0: like you get used to like segueing out. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I found a Actually, like, oh.
2: it's pronounced weighing out.
1: <laughs> nice. Nicely done, Terry. Nicely done.
0: Sure.
1: Wow. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Like... So
0: that, that's just the thing, you know. Like, it's just like your perception, you know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, this person actually, maybe the, they're like kind of sophisticated and like they appreciate like some jazz along with like, you know, along with like the songs they want. And, and yeah. it's like,
1: ew, nope.
0: Nope. Bankrupt sound.
1: Do you ever have the thing where I've talked about it on here before, but like the person who requests the song, as soon as you play it, they're they like they go to the bathroom or they <laughs> they go outside to smoke or they leave or they're like talking to their friend and they don't they're not paying attention at all Dude,
0: so it's, it's
1: infuriating to me like because so. i look for the person and i'm yeah. like like hey we're doing the thing that you asked us for like and they just i'm like it's
0: so I brutal it's
1: so weird it's like every time
0: yeah, so yeah. I I get get it. we,
1: we we run a scheme, I guess. I
2: don't know, or we have like a we have a an agreement amongst friends <laughs> when we when we go to see Tone, we each at some point, like kind of at the beginning of the night, it's a little bit slower and you know, people haven't been drinking as much and maybe people don't know yet that they're supposed to like put money in the jar. So we do a thing where you we like put money in and try to do it like while people are looking and very audibly be yeah. like, Hey, can you play this? And so I'll throw money in. And my go-to is always, um, I've just seen a face. That's the one I always ask. Heck yeah. And I feel, uh, this will never stop. It's impossible for me to stop. I feel so guilty every time I do it because I feel like I'm taking advantage of you even though it's part of like the scheme. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh no, he feels like he has to play it because he's my friend. Like,
0: <laughs> That's a great song, first of all.
1: Yeah. People you can like sing it. the harmonies. There's like great harmonies you guys can do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, it's it's oh no. I totally know what you mean. And it's like yeah, <laughs> and and t slide and the front and the fronds are just so so nice and just like trying to train the crowd and just trying to like you know, and it's like and and the management like always loves it so much, like they'll always kinda ask me when when it's getting to be around like usually it's like later in the season, so it's like when it's around August, like they'll start to ask me, like, Hey, like when are your friends coming through? because they're always just like they're a bunch of gregarious just awesome people and and they're all like really good singers you know so it's like you know they're like oh man like they're singing like five part harmonies that was so crazy and like (laughs) and it's an acoustic thing it's like there's no microphone so it's like the sound carries down the road and people hear it and come in and it becomes like a really fun really fun thing so it's like so, equally fun for me so i'm like i'd be mo- more than glad to pe- play songs for friends even if it doesn't make me any money because like i get to you know have a musical a relief, soul yeah yeah, yeah a musical soul for the night
1: so, so I they make say, you reimburse them at the end of the night right they're like yeah, we um, just
0: take <laughs> yeah but
2: just take we a, just take the money. money out yeah um i will say that i did go once not on the friends weekend with someone else and i sat in the bar and i was shocked by what <laughs> i heard because I'm so used to going with a group of singers, and there's like what 15 of us, and we all sing so well, and da da da. And I went and I was like, "Oh my god, this is what he listens to every." It's just screaming. It's like just drunken.
1: Or the old it's- lady, the old lady yeah. that I had at the piano bar, sitting at the piano, singing everything, and like old lady falsetto up the octave, like oh up the octave, always up the octave, always there's always up the octave lady, you know. Why?
0: Why? Like, Why, Why tried it there? It's not you know?
1: comfortable. It can't oh be comfortable. God. Oh, i have just seen it, It's all. <laughs> I just, it's all my Yeah. Exactly. No, that's,
0: that is so funny. And it's like uh-huh. people. People will take uh like Snapchats and Instagrams, and like <laughs> if 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 they tag the Club Car, like I'll see them on the Club Car story.
2: The Saget like, car. The Saget car.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh well, that ship sailed. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, so the, the uh, anyway, like I'll see it on the feed. I'll see it on the feed the next day, and it'll be like a special circle of of hell of of just tonality. You know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. there's the yelling. There's the there's like one person on key. There's another person that's like a good quarter step like right against them. You know, and it's it's just hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I was I also like uh, I. I, I get really entertained by like the when people will screw up words or when, when, you know, when, when you see a group of singers or a group of people and like one of them is a good singer and like that, that kind of person is the ringleader. And it's like, I just think it's so funny, the different like flavors you get. There's one time this guy, uh, like this crew is really fired up to sing the song walking to Memphis, like great piano bar song, great song yeah. overall. Yeah. It's like, I don't never get tired of playing that one. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, he was like he like throughout the course of the song this dude was singing it so passionately that everyone else just kind of dropped out and was like like he was like legit doing like a great job and they kind of let him just have it as a solo and whatever and like when it got to like the you know the bridge when it really ramps up like you know it's like when you haven't got a prayer that part and yes. uh and 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 then you just got to like take it home with like Boy, you got a prayer in Memphis. Like before, mm-hmm. it comes back. Like mm-hmm. everyone was like so into this guy singing it, and it was so quiet in the bar, <laughs> and he just totally blanked on the words, and he ended <laughs> up singing like, "We sure would be glad to see ya." <laughs> it's like,
1: it's like
0: that. Just make my just tickle me so much. Oh Aww. my god.
1: I lyrics are a thing like so I Mm -hmm. hadn't played in months and like that was one of the things I'm like I don't I have so many lyrics stored in my brain I don't know like what they're covered with now though like it had been so long I was like bringing up lyrics on google like on my phone and just like having it like in case like uh it's so tough but Ari was singing we were we, we do um, give me one reason Tracy Chapman song and yeah. she and I like trade off verses. So she and when we play with capack, there's another female and all three of us like switch off verses, whatever. So we had changed up kind of who was singing what because there were only two of us instead of the three. So she was singing like a part that she doesn't normally sing, the last verse. And the last verse, like all the it's blue song, right? So like the first two lines kind of repeat, and then the third line changes. And she sang the wrong words. She got to the very last line of the song. She sang the wrong first half of the phrase, but then corrected and sang the right second half of the phrase. So the rhyme was fine because she like fixed it. But I'm like, that's, I was so impressed because I think that's even harder to do. Because for me, once I start going down, like once I get the first word, it, I'm, that's the line I'm singing. Like, because they're so they're stored in your memory like that right like yeah, all i need must, is the first word exactly. i was like blown away that she was able to like pluck the right second half and
0: yeah
1: stick it in there i don't know that's that's tough i usually just fuck my way right through and just whatever wrong wrong line it's gonna hey, be the hey, wrong line the whole show. way through yeah. <laughs> yeah okay
2: family show um <laughs> something i have watched tone do which is so lovely to watch is he'll be sitting at the piano and someone will like request a song and he'll be like, I don't really know that one. And then he'll play, like he'll just hold his phone up to his head for like a minute. And he's like, okay. And he kind of like, he's doing a little playing. Okay. Okay. I got it. And then like two minutes later, he's just playing this song at least maybe heard like twice in his life. Yeah. Oh
0: man. That's the nice thing about like those, those songs. It's like a lot of them are, they kind of have the same formula, you know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh man, like, you know, you're, you're you go to music school or whatever and it's like all oh, your ear training you know stuff comes in handy and you can try to mm-hmm. like fake your way through and especially if it's like there's oh, a go this is our you know is it our wedding song or this is uh you know this is our special song or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. sometimes you can take a break and try to like listen to it on your break and then try to come in and like try to get through it and um but well, the, the year oh geez there's uh the year that um Thinking Out Loud, uh, I think, I think is that what oh, it, is it an Ed Sheeran song?
1: Yes, yes. I bet
0: it just came out, and I hadn't Ugh. heard it, and this guy was obsessed with it, and uh, and, and and we did that kind of thing. And um, this was, like, actually writ- randomly coincided with another, like, a, a celebrity thing. It was, like, the first night playing when the, the bar had new ownership, and, uh, and so the piano was in a new spot, and, and everything was kind of, like, Topsy turvy. It was really weird, but this dude wanted to hear Thinking Out Loud. I hadn't heard it before. We were kind of playing through it, and this guy was killing it. And, um, and, like, part of his group there, um, was, uh, actually, T Slide we're, were fellow SNL fans. It was, um, Alex Moffat from, yeah. from SNL it was, like, in there with his girlfriend, like, right next to this guy. Oh, and, uh it was very cool. It was very cool. So, like, like, yeah, that that Ed Sheeran song like follows the formula perfectly. You know what I mean? It's like all those. Kind it of does. Ones there's
1: a weird by. tag though at the end of that chorus. There's a lot. There are a lot of chords happening very quickly. I definitely
0: missed that. I definitely yeah. missed well, you, that part when you yeah, did it. You
1: can blow through that.
0: I went yeah. back and I listened to it after, and I was like, oh, geez, whoops, well, totally bastardized <laughs> that one, but. You know, so yeah, there's, there's been many, many foul tips and uh, we have a term, my buddy, my piano playing buddy and I splits the gig with me. We have a term for when you completely bomb on a song <laughs> and uh, whether it's like you mess up the lyrics or worse, you mess up the music and uh, we call it, 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 this happened to me on the song Lucy in the with." And we, we call it Lucy in the sky. It's, it's, there you go. Lucy in the
1: sky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) it's like, and and it's always like the stakes of it are always proportional to like how big a crowd gathers and how special the song is to them. right? Right. So it's like, it's like my buddy, he, he has a thing where he'll, he'll, print out songs and like any request he gets he'll write down he'll listen to it learn it the next day and bring it in and he never cha- takes out old songs in the book so it's like if it's a song that he's given himself like two repetitions of like muscle memory with yeah. and he writes the chords down he has perfect pitch so he can like you know write all the songs down really quick he like doesn't take them out so like 4 years will go by and this same song will be in his book and someone is like you know flipping through his pages because that's what you can do is you can walk up to somebody's music right there when you're like in, in, in the same room with them like right on this no stage and flip through their music and they'll be like oh my god oh my god you really that have one. this song you know this song oh my god it's like guys guys and they're like you know calling like, <laughs> everyone look yeah. at this song you're like this is our song and it's like he's like oh my god and you're trying to play it and it's like oh, you're yeah. playing the chords you see you see what key it's in you see the first chord you have no idea what the melody is you. Have, no idea what the what the what the groove is, and you and he's just like playing it, and like the look from like elation to like confusion, and then just like anger you know, on the faces of people.
1: Oh. It's just so great. Oh, well, awesome. I get, I mean, at least at like the piano bar setting, like people are supposed to sing along. So probably, yeah. is it like? Is it most of the time at least like the people can will carry it and if it's like Well yeah, exactly. Yeah, so carry the singing. Sometimes they the singing, will you that's, can that's follow the beauty.
0: them. That's the beauty of it. There's so many different degrees of but it. You know what yeah, I mean? There's yeah. definitely
2: and the instance I've seen the most when I'm there, and obviously you've seen way more than I have, but like a lot of times I'll see people like, oh my God, you have this song or you can play this song. Can you do this one yet? Yeah. And then they just want to hear you play it and they realize they don't really know it. That
1: they don't like, know it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, so yeah. like then he has to carry it or he'll be like, does anyone kind of like know this if he doesn't know it too? But like a lot of the times they just want to
1: hear the chorus. You just like, know the chorus. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, Lucy in the Sky is a perfect one. And I think oh those songs are so hard because even just to, to memorize lyrics because the lyrics don't make sense so like yep. normally you have some sort of a story but yep. it for me it's come together like it took me years to just forever store the the line i would i knew all the lines but i couldn't remember what order and you they went put in. Them
2: in order yeah. i had I like still- i have
1: some weird back ass, ass backwards like mnemonic devices and weird shit now that helps me to remember that song but it it took years like it, it just doesn't make I, any sense I so
0: much i have so much respect for like all of the <laughs> lyric memorizers out there so like major major props to you Ashley, because like i i i realized after like when i when i did a, a gig without uh without like a songbook and lyrics and stuff that like um how how much I rely on lyrics because like like Terry was saying like the music was is is pretty pretty good for me and and I can follow the changes and I'll remember chords like I'll remember chords so well to so many songs and (laughs) the lyrics uh, I will have them in front of me and I'll just really really rely on like that visual and that's another thing why like I know I don't feel like I'm as as, like pure an entertainer as like maybe someone like like you or someone who is like (laughs) doing the piano bar circuit like up there Mm. with all the words memorized no because like the words part of it is so tough for me. And it's like, I say like, oh yeah, you know, everyone's gathered around me. So like, I like to show people the words, you know, but I (laughs) realized like after I did a gig without it, it it's like, holy smokes, I need Mm -hmm. those words like just as bad as them for like, you know, sure. There's like the first like 150 or whatever songs, like, you know, I I know pretty well, but then like, there's just such a wide range of requests you get, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have like, Know, even I've I've just seen a face. It's like I know I, I've never freaked those chords, but it's like, is this uh, which one? You know, yeah, the, yeah right, second reverse, all that. Yeah,
1: no, I think I mean, there's def- definitely. No. Need. I've, I've so always hard. been good at memorizing lyrics, and I don't think I really even noticed, realized until my bass player Paul, like, he'll comment because whatever we're setting up or whatever hanging out whatever song is on like i'm singing along to and i think i just thought that that was normal and he's like how do you know the words to like every song in the world but i don't know i i don't think there's but i don't think that that's like i think it's some people can memorize words yeah just the way their brains work i don't think it's any like smarter or whatever it's like a special thing i don't think there's any shame in like using lyrics or music i mean when you're playing cover songs like what it's sure. fine yeah, whatever. You'd be, yeah you'd be
0: surprised like there's you know there are people that that do the the piano bar thing like for their for their career like it, it's mm-hmm. their nine to five it's their five to nine it's whatever you know what i mean yeah. it's like the only thing they do and there's a facebook group of like dueling piano players and there's like there's like 350 members and there's so many people with like a very myriad of experiences there's like these traditionalists who say like mm-hmm. if you use lyrics at all like that's just like completely unprofessional and forbidden there's like people that say <laughs> no. like you're not allowed you know even if somebody like you know you're not allowed to use your ipad for anything um and, and there's like there's like these real battles no. that go back and forth you know about no. these people that are so particular about what you know defines that genre or that 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 style of entertaining
1: no. That's because they spent time memorizing stuff and now they want to make everyone else who didn't like feel bad. Like it's not like no. No. It's not <laughs>
0: it's, a thing. Nobody some cares. Some of the arguments and are, are crazy and some of the stories and they'll, they'll 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 post pictures of like request slips with just like hieroglyphics. <laughs> like you have <laughs> no idea what <laughs> what they're trying to write.
2: Some guys like, Can you play this? He's like, Buddy, this is your prescription for fentanyl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. yeah. Play,
0: played nine o'clock on a saturday by billy joel oh my goodness
1: yeah <laughs> I, i'm
2: traumatized title. i'm traumatized by that song and i can't listen to it anymore i'm like no yeah. <laughs>
0: the, like one last thing on the lyrics front is like we uh, among our friends like there's 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 we have one friend who is like near photographic in his like lyrical precision and he gets so annoyed with everyone that's like you know <laughs> enters early or comes in late and and like it's just kind of he, he'll always say like not yet you know and <laughs> you know, coming it's, hold
2: in. on hold on i i have to interject here so like you know how okay a good example is on uh the song yesterday you know how there's two parts uh I said something wrong, now I long for yesterday. It's like the yesterday. B section. <laughs> and then on the second one, he goes, now I long for yesterday. But he doesn't do it both times. So right. if you're singing through the first chorus and you go, now I long for yesterday. He immediately goes, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> like, loudly, over- everyone and pointing puncturing
0: the the musical moment
2: like so that you can't hear anything else and he has a very his voice is very (laughs) resonant um to the point that the term not yet not yet has like infiltrated (laughs) our group and sometimes it's like the quickest little like riff or something and he'll go not yet not yet and he does it perfectly in time he
1: like it's like he anticipates that people are gonna do it.
0: yeah he knows where they're gonna mess it up
1: <laughs> i feel like i do that i feel like i'm that person
0: lyric police
1: i feel like i need to hang out with this person and we need to know Oh my you, god so. no
0: <laughs> you guys would get along famously i bet
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs> But one of my favorite, if it's on purpose, one of my favorite things to do is like oftentimes there's in like the last chorus of a pop song or something, right? There's like, there's a like ad lib part that the lead will take, right? And like usually like a last chorus or like if the last chorus is a double chorus, the second half. And normally, or a lot of times that part is a harmony to whatever the normal melody (laughs) is. So one of my favorite (laughs) things is to sing that part over the other choruses because it's like. Mine, and then they sing it, and it's like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>.
0: <laughs> that was like
1: super nerd shit, right oh, there.
0: Man, I know, I'm so into this. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like you know what friends, I mean, right? Yeah. I,
1: I do
2: that yeah. in the car. Oh yeah, or like around the house, but that's about it because I'm not oh. singing in front of anyone. But <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, no,
1: but like when you're singing along to the radio or whatever, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you do like the little the little riff or something when they're not doing it, because then it's like, oh, like my it. moment. Because I don't want to just sing it with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You
0: know it, yeah when, and you, like,
2: when it makes your own, like, or if they go up and you go down, you like you flip it when. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so well, I was with a person at like uh, we were at like a, a random like concert sing along or whatever, and I like sang the same harmony as this other girl who was like you know love just loving it just as much as I was, and then we sang the same harmony. <laughs> and she was, like looked over, and we were like acquaintances, like didn't know each other that well. And she was like, "Get off my harmony, bro." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, that happens all the time if we're like, you know, again, like setting up or tearing down from a gig and there's music playing and we're all like singing. But then usually, like, two of us, like Ari and I, will sing the same harmony. So we'll be like, oh, sorry. And then the next time, like, we'll both move, but then we're neither of us are singing the first. We're like, okay, we need to like. We need to strategize. I mean, yeah, yeah. Need to <laughs> you stay. I go. You
0: stay. I go up.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, there's a
2: lot of hand <laughs> motions and pointing happening. Yeah. So good. Uh, uh, do it... have... Oh, <laughs> do uh, you have any? Uh... That's my favorite part of on being on Zoom calls during all this. Your dog starts <laughs> barking. Your kid starts yelling, and everyone's like, "Sorry," and then everyone's like, "We know." Like we've all been through it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say, I heard for the first time today, someone was talking. And a grandfather clock went off, and I went. <laughs> I was like, and we're having this conversation. I was like, I gotta pause because uh, it, was, it, it
1: was noon, so you had to wait. You yeah. know, there were 12 I, I, dings.
2: It was noon, that's the weirdest part. <laughs> seriously of course um, I was like I think we've all heard everything on these zoom calls that is the first grandfather clock I've heard and it got a really good laugh and I will just say the outcome of that meeting was good
0: yes good all right the outcome of that meeting resulted in multiple job offers that's correct (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> right, it's yes.
2: yes. Uh, do you have any other stories you wanna share? And keep in mind, you can come back. This does not have to be the first time you are on this. Yeah. Podcast.
0: Oh my god, sure. I have like I was just I was joking with, with uh T before we were recording. It's like I, I just like made a just a kind of a laundry list. Like some of them are long stories, some of them are just like short little like peccadillos or whatever. There's so many. Uh just like funny things that happen. But like one of the one of the most surprising things that happened maybe when I was when I was like younger and just starting off. Um, was uh, there's there's a room above uh, this this piano bar, and it's actually because because it's on an island, and because they can't always you know reliably have people you know commute to this island to play, and if and and before there was like you know one house piano player, even if there is one house piano player, like housing on this island is extremely hard to come by and it's way 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 you know expensive, and so the restaurant has this little room above above it where the, it's like this little twin bed where the piano player can stay. And so like that is, it's kind of like the green room, if you will. And, uh, we, would go, we would go in there and, uh, you know, my, I have a key to it and the, uh, you know, my, my, uh, piano player opposite me has a key to it. And like, if we're both on the Island sometimes, and like one of us would be staying with friends, the other person would be staying in, you know, in the green room or whatever. And sometimes the person, uh, you know, not playing that night would maybe stay in the green room. Maybe they just like run up there to like grab something. Um, so like in, when we first started playing, uh, doing the gig, there was a, uh, and, yeah, I think finished, it was a long night or whatever. I, I was like tired. It was uh, as like stayed open a little bit later than usual. I was going up. I was like, it's kind of groggy. My voice was exhausted. I just like needed to just like, just like go immediately to bed, you know? And like I go and I, I look at the, this door and this, this room is just, is hilariously like, I, I don't even know what the word is for it. It's like decrepit Bombed out, depleted. <laughs> this thing is just. But uh, so you would uh,
1: imagine would be above a yeah, tiny yeah. little bar. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, exactly. Use your yeah. imagination. And uh, and I see the doors kind of cracked open <laughs> and the lights on, and I'm like, oh, it's weird. Like definitely, definitely would have had the door locked. Definitely had like the lights off. And like I like walk up and I, I like I kind of knock as I'm opening the you, you knock where like, you push the door open with your knock kind of a thing. And um, <laughs> I see like my buddy. Um, sitting in like the desk chair, um, who who stays in the room? You know, what, like when he's not when I'm not playing, whatever. And he's like, he's like, oh hey, Tone. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like he he's up here, and then like as the door swings open further, I see like this strange man I've never seen before, and he is uh, sorting out a a line of white powder on his desk. <laughs> oh and, no! And he goes, oh hey hey Tony, I, I've never met this man before in my life. He goes, oh hey Tone, you want a bump? <laughs> Oh. And I'm like so like I'm like exhausted. I'm confused. You're like so kinda. Yeah. A
1: little actually. I'm
0: also like, I don't think I've ever been in the same room as this sub like to Of the substance before, so that I was you know like, of. I'm sure like, some yeah, people. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. In these that bars that you're
1: playing in. It's in there. <laughs>
0: exactly. On their yeah, person. Yeah. I'm, defi- yeah, I'm definitely not a. Yeah, I'm definitely not a choir boy. But it was like I was like <laughs> it was like my second year of doing this gig, and yeah. it was just like completely shocking to see this stranger, never seen in my life, who knew me. I didn't know him, and uh, I was just just casually doing hard drugs on the place where I was like hoping to set my alarm clock in a few seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. wow! yikes did they yeah. leave
0: um they proceeded to hang out for like another hour and a half and I just had to you know I was kind of outnumbered and uh, you know I, I just was like I said I was like young enough where I, I didn't really like mark you know stake stake my you know draw line and kind of a thing you know what I mean if it was like today I would have been like get
1: the, the fuck,
0: fuck out. <laughs> out of my room right now both of you
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just like totally, It was like totally all of big. a sudden
1: it was Dewey Cox and oh, You don't want any, <laughs> <of this." laughs> you want any of this shit, Tony.
0: <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that movie again. That is You ripped a, a sink out of the wall oh, <laughs> <laughs> We were so I good.
1: forget why. Oh fuck. Okay. Oh oh okay. So <laughs> we're setting up well we was before our gig on at the campground and um, my husband Tom's uncle was we're chatting whatever and he was like oh we just watched the Brady Bunch movie have you guys seen the Brady Bunch movie do you remember yeah. the song that Greg Brady sings at the talent show to
0: the girls never laughed before
1: thank you oh my god
0: these <laughs> stocks never grew yeah.
1: <laughs> so, his uncle starts he's like, Yeah, this song, Clown. And I, I'm like, Yes, Clowns Never Laugh
0: Before.
1: Beanstalks before Never Go. And then he's yeah. dying, and everyone else is like, What the fuck? And they had no idea. So, we're setting up for the gig, and I'm like, Guys, you know the to this song, whatever. canonari no idea. I'm like, What? So, then my bass player Paul gets there. I'm like, He's going to know this. I have faith in him. And so I asked him whatever he's like, oh, I know, I know it. And it finally like it came to him, whatever. So we were singing that and then we were talking about that movie. So every and then between every song we would play, apparently he wasn't doing it loud enough to be obnoxious or that we could hear it. But afterwards we heard that Tom's uncle was yelling out for us to play Clowns Never Laughed every other song. So we were up there singing it to each other on stage, like it would not ends in, in the microphones, but in between every song so that was, I guess something crazy that happened. But then I don't remember why we were breaking down and someone said something, and my bass player again, the movie buff, just goes, "The wrong kid died," and we all just died, and we we're all in like Do we talk when? was like that's all you need is like that one quote, and then the whole rest of the night was just the wrong kid died. <laughs> yes,
0: so oh, the night. Oh, that's I, so, good. I, so good.
2: I highly recommend watching Walk the Line, and, <laughs> and then, then watching. Dewey Cox, it makes it 10 times funnier. So, like, wa- watch Walk the Line on like Friday night, and then the next day, watch Dewey Cox. Like, there's something about it. It parallels. It up. Yeah. Yeah. We do that maybe twice a year. We do yes. that double feature, and it yeah. remains just as funny every time.
0: Oh, I love it. We, we got our weekend mapped out then. That's it. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Aww,
0: um, oh, <laughs> Yeah. How, um, how, so I was going to say you, you mentioned bass player. I, I I have one bass player story, but I I don't I want I don't want to to I want to be respectful of the time here. Are we close to?
1: Go. We we have no rules. There are no rules here. No I'm reasons. holding a kitten up to the camera. This it's is Galileo. 20,
2: it's 2020. There there are no rules, and there oh. is zero respect for time.
1: <laughs> my my sense. kittens would have to pay 20 bucks to hear their theme song because they're Galileo and Figaro.
0: <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Scaramouche. Yes.
1: So, yes. Those, well, we those call lyrics him,
0: are incredibly weird.
1: This one, when he's being crazy, we call him Beelzebub.
0: Oh, yep. that will put aside for you.
1: Yes, he Hear did.
0: <laughs> Anyhow,
1: yeah, um, please.
0: All right. Fine. Uh, I guess. Yeah. So the last story is not, not a piano bar story, but it's a, a music director story. I was, um, doing, I was doing the music director for a a theater production, um, in, uh, in, in, a, in a quiet Massachusetts town. And <laughs> it was, um, the, a, a good run of shows that it's like the, the theater company was like kind of known and the community had like a, like a, a little bit of like prestige was like, Oh, it's a really well run company. And like, you know, <laughs> they, they do, um, you know, all these different, all these different, um, types of shows. Like they do, um, they're one of the first, um, companies that, that, that had like a, um, a, a, like a, an on the spectrum friendly performance where like the, like the house lights would be up and there'd be no like big sounds and the cast would come out and introduce themselves. And they were like ahead of the curve on a lot of things. And it was like a really cool um, experience and we were doing the show and it was going really well. And, uh, they, they um, had to, you know, call out and, and get a sub. And he told me who the sub was. And it was a guy that, that I, that I knew. And, um, I was like, okay, cool. that that sounds fine. Um, so, you know, we get to the, uh, we get to the, to the sound check and everything and, and, and it's going fine and everything's together. And then like we play, um, a matinee show. And, um, it's like he, he's, he's holding it down pretty well. Um, uh, you know, he's new to the book. I understand he's a sub. He's, you know, doing the best he can. We have, um, lunch at this restaurant you know there's a couple hours between the matinee and like the, the evening show and uh, and um you know we're, we're, we're there and like i noticed that like he was there um before like the matinee show and he was like you know kind of at the bars like having a cocktail or whatever and then we, we were right back to the same restaurant and he'd had like two more cocktails um i couldn't tell it, it was the kind of thing where it's like i couldn't tell if it was just like you know tonic or whatever or if it was like yeah. gin and tonic like really hard to tell and, like, I started to, like, ask questions to myself now. I'm just like, okay, like, if this is a thing, like, how am I going to broach this? And, like, we get to the evening show, and, like, the first show he didn't play, like, there's a mandolin part in this in the score. Like, he's primarily a bass player, but he also plays, like, mandolin, I guess. And uh, he didn't play the mandolin for the matinee show because he was just sticking to the bass and, like, just trying to keep it close, hold it down, just a one-night sub. And, like, all of a sudden I see him, like, getting a mandolin case out, and I, I, I'm like, oh, this dude, like, he brought a mandolin. Wow, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I see him, like, sp- like trying to pick through this, like, kind of complicated part. um The mandolin is not anywhere near in tune. And oh no. Uh... And yeah, and he's like, just like he's like, he's saying to himself, "I have to get this memorized. I have to get this memorized." And I'm thinking to myself, like, you don't have to have memorized, dude. The music's right there, <laughs> and it's like this is just doesn't. This isn't making any sense at all, and. uh and so it's like weird. So like now we're gonna get into, we're about to get into places. We're both like, you know, whatever, going to the, the the men's room before and uh and like and I hear him in the stall, like next to me, and I'm like at the urinal or whatever, and he's in the stall next to me, and I hear like the sound of a glass bottle like clanging against like something like in a backpack.
1: No like, Oh man. No. So this is
0: like this is this, this just is a beca- thing. This, it's like a it just became a, a situation, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And um and like I, as I'm like, my heart rate like immediately goes up. So like, I'm the music director. There are children, you know, up to adults in this theater production, oh. and like with like perfect timing, I, I walk out of the bathroom and like I see two people come up to me. One of them is like a, like a little bit of the mother hen, like very type A of uh, of of the cast. And uh, like if there's like anything wrong, if anything's not like perfect to a T, like she'll be the one to complain about it. And she comes up right up to me, and she's like, "She's like Anthony. I do not know if you're aware of this, but I will have you know. I think your bass player is completely shit faced." <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like connecting all the dots as this is happening, and and then like the the next person is the direct is like the the president of the whole theater company coming up to me, who's like a wonderful person, right? She's wonderful. She has no idea any of this is going on, and she walks oh. up to me. And she says, um, "Hey, uh, Anthony, have a great have a great uh, show Saturday night. Um, just so you know, really quick, uh, there's a reviewer uh, from the newspaper there that's going to be uh, writing up a review of the show. So I hope you guys like have a great performance. <laughs> and like, my anxiety was like really high already. My heart is like thumping, and like right then, I like like my hands just like just went numb. I was just <laughs> completely like, what in the heck am I going to do about this? Like, what are my options? Mm-hmm. Do I?" Do I kick the bass player out and just just play the whole his part with my left hand and risk like a belligerent protest that like spills into a public area? Like, do I just try to contain him? Like, I'm like thinking of all the things. Like, trying I turn off his amp? It's it's mm-hmm. really really. I, I ended up making up a uh, something about how like the sound. Uh, I, I, I think i put a mic next to his bass amp that wasn't turned on and i was like we're gonna get most of your sound through this and we're going to so we don't need you to turn up very loud in your amp so i turned like the bass amp way down mm-hmm. and at this point like he, he was so far gone that like he just like went along with it and um and it was like the most like harrowing like two and a half hours of my life because I was like trying to get every cue, trying to play everything the right way, trying to cue like the rest of the band, you know, trying to play the piano part and conduct and like babysit this dude that like I didn't realize like, had a really really bad drinking problem. Wow! I know it was fucking mortifying. Right. And so like we we got like we, we actually like dodged like bullets for like most of the show. The bass player was very the bass was very quiet and like he like had some shred of like professional you know dignity that he was like really trying to like hide the fact that he was like really struggling you know. Wow. And uh, it was just like so wild. And he got to the mandolin part and they like <laughs> that like I didn't. I, I like didn't think ahead. Like I was thinking of so many things about how to get through every little part of the show, like salvage it.
1: I just damn, mandolin. Mandolin. damn, damn!
0: it! like my piano bar buddy was actually playing keyboard too. It was like the first time and the only time we had ever played in the pit together. And he was such a champ, like backing uh-huh. up and like covering this dude's mistakes and like just he was like totally on it and like it was like the look on his face as he like reached and was like no <laughs> it was like he started to play this mandolin He played four of the most ass attitude notes i'd ever heard and then like i just waved him off and just like tried to play the man like a, a fudge mandolin part on the piano just to get through it and like that was the only you could think of like the most typical out of tune things you could do to a mandolin. Like that's what this dude did. And it was just, oh thankfully, like I like made sure to stay right next to him the whole time. I like, you know, had to bring him up, introduce him to my mom, who's like, oh, is this your wife?
1: Oh. (laughs) This
0: dude is like, I like, it was such a weird thing. And like I'm sure there were different ways I could have handled this. Can I
2: just add this one little tidbit? (laughs) Tone looks Exactly like his mom. Like, forget that she's, you know, whatever, 30 years older than him. Like, <laughs> no, there'd be something very wrong if that was his wife. Like, very like,
0: wrong. The dude's like, he's so he's so off base. And, like, uh, you know, I don't even know how if he knows how bad it is and whatever. Probably
2: not. I mean, that's probably... Uh, what's ha- what's happening there yeah
0: so I, I like think um that like the problem is contained i'm not sure if like that one person that knew he was drunk if she like told the whole cast if everybody's on edge i don't know about any of this and i think that like you know we got through the show my anxiety is like starting to come down to just like to going from like skyrocketing like overflowing to like just pretty high and and then a kid <laughs> uh, like this this one super 10 in the bathroom and like the dude had left like an empty bottle of Smirnoff's like in the freaking men's room and it's like oh my god uh. and, like, so and like the dude that like he told his dad who was also in the cast and like he came up to me and I was like you know what kind of let situ- right. it's like let's not cause the drama you know it's a one-time thing and he was like amazingly cool about it instead of being uh. like you know, he could have read me the riot act, like all these things that were like my worst fears. Like he kind of, I was feeling those things too. Right. And he just like, he's like, let's just not have it leave this conversation. And just like, the guy's not coming back. Is he's like, no, this is the one time thing.
2: Right. And that's like, all you can ever do is go. I'm never working with that person again. Like you got, it's not like you got that information a week before the show started and you're like, well, this guy drinks around kids and drinks on the toilet. But like, I guess he can kind of play the mandolin like that was a oh shit it's happening and And just like the perfect
0: storm of like yeah yeah, the perfect storm of realizing that like oh man I this is gonna be this going south this guy's wasted the show hasn't even started yet and then like there's a reviewer in the crowd
2: and the reviewer's just like you can't see me. I'm doing a really great bit right now. It's hel- it's killing.
0: <laughs> That's it's great. Killing.
1: We forgot this isn't like a YouTube show. Sorry, oh. I'm like holding up kittens. <laughs> Terry's doing
2: physical comedy. At one point, my dogs were fighting on the bed. Yeah, and I was like tilting the holding camera.
1: Holding
2: the camera. Yeah. Oh man wow tone wow to have you back on sometime because i know we did not even get through the tip of that iceberg of bullshit
0: oh my god
2: the Shitberg, if you will the shitberg yeah the
0: shitberg indeed it is i know i had some (laughs) i had some ideas yeah i i I had some ideas for the theme for the theme for the for this episode too as we were talking through it so i was uh guys just a complete complete delight to be on the show yeah i'm a (laughs) I'm a long-time fan, first-time caller.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, we've been long awaiting you you, you to come on here. So thank Mm -hmm. you for for doing this. Yeah, we definitely will will have to have you back. I know there's more. Now's the point in the show when I ask (gasps) everyone.
2: Oh, 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 we just had a little overlap. Sorry. Um, You froze up for me. Uh, But I was going to say now's the point in the show where I ask everyone what they're listening to. And I will nice. start by saying I'm listening to my dogs barking, and you probably <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh
1: yeah.
0: Oh man, I, I, I am. I am listening to. Uh, let's see. There's a there's an organist uh, out of it. Lives in, in New York City, based. Um, he kind of hangs out in um, in like the c- circles of like Brad Meldow and Joshua Redman and uh, oh. and Brian Blade and like all those like really killing um, top flight like forerunners of the jazz scene right now his name is sam yahel and i'm just listening to a record that he did that uh, brad meldow uh one of my jazz piano heroes wrote the liner notes for and it's called beauty and truth and it's uh really great listen. it's like super good it's like that kind of that that type of um jazz that is like a lot of jazz i think is, is really hard to access and like i'm not even like particularly a fan of it and and jazz gets a, a much deserved like Comedically bad rap and like pop culture, as evidenced <laughs> by jokes on like Thirty Rock and Parks and Rec and The Office and all of that.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and, and Tales podcast. podcast, yeah, yes,
0: yes. So it's the kind yeah. of jazz that I feel like is like can appeal to like the moderately sophisticated music fan, and that would like make people a fan of jazz. It's like that kind, you know. It's just like yeah. super melodic. Like arrangements are complex, but they like make a ton of sense, yeah. and um, and it's like. I'm reminded of like a Wynton Marsalis quote that's like one good melody is worth like a thousand scales just about like, you know, practicing and, and getting a like good mileage. Like it's just a super melodic record, beautiful to listen cool. to. And I've uh, been really, really digging that. So like that and like that surrounding pool of, uh, of albums that came out around that time I've been really cool. into. It's like they all like 10 years old now, but, um, the, uh, the the same group that recorded that album just came out with an, another record. Um, like last week that we're going to be checking out tonight so kind of revisiting I didn't play did play jazz think about jazz for a long time um since like the last four months but I'm kind of just getting back into it and that's what I'm listening to and it's enjoyable
1: nice what are your thoughts on Jamie Cullum
0: oh man Jamie Cullum he's like he is like uh he is more jazz than like diana Krall and like michael buble but like not not that much more
1: (laughs) yeah not that much more but just as a piano little beast he's just
0: yeah 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 i think he's super great super good at what he does he guys uh outstanding yeah amazing singer amazing entertainer um just mm -hmm. like uh if you're you know in in the mood to go down a youtube rabbit hole there's a rec- my favorite thing that he's ever done is a, a duo where he's actually singing and not playing hmm. with um i don't know like how how deep you're into like uh this this kid now but have you ever heard of jacob collier
1: no i don't think so
0: Jacob Collier is kind of infamous in like jazz circles. He's this um, he's this 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 early twenty year old uh, starting first got famous when he's fifteen wonderkind uh, from from the UK. And uh, he his first album was called In My Room. He played like forty seven different instruments on it. He's famous for making these YouTube videos of like his multi tracked voice. Yeah. Um, he's just like a, he's a music nerd's you know musician, mm-hmm. and he's incredible. Um, his piano is his primary instrument, but he's like a, you know. Decent singer too. Laura hates his voice. My wife hates his voice and just loves <laughs> to just tear it to shreds. Like her, her least two favorite musicians are Jacob Collier and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> 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 That's a whole Ooh, thing unto itself. Yes, but okay, anyway, okay. I, 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 I'm rambling now. Um Jamie Collum singing, Jacob Collier playing piano, and it's like cool. one of the tastiest uh, things. It, they do a song called "Crazy," she calls me, and it's just like one of my. I'm like trying to learn his piano arrangement. Like right now, it's one of the things I'm working on. Yeah, you know, like practicing. It's really, really. Yeah,
1: good. yeah. Jamie's
0: voice is ridiculous too. Yeah, Beautiful voice, I'll have yeah.
1: To, yeah, it's it's so it's just crazy effortless. I've seen him in concert a m- bunch of times, and I always oh, try nice. to watch and see if he's breathing. Cause I don't think he ever breathes. Like I don't, but he's, he is an entertainer and he's like banging on the insides of the piano and looping freaking. Uh, yeah, It's nuts, but
0: he's a monster. He's, know, a monster. he's great. He's
1: cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to recommend, um, a TV show that I went back to and I'm rewatching. Um, so parenthood, I don't know if anyone watched it when it was on originally. I think it came out in like, 2010 or something and I've talked about how i um, super into armchair expert podcast with Dax Shepard and Dax was in Parenthood but it has like so many great Craig T. Nelson, uh, Peter Krause, Erica Christensen, Monica Potter like it's just a uh, Lauren Graham, Mae Whitman like there's so many great actors and actresses in it and I loved it when it was on originally and it's been I think it did like seven seasons so it's been oh, wow really Six or seven, I think. I feel like yeah. it was
2: on for three seasons and then went away, or maybe oh. they just, like didn't keep advertising it as much. Or so, I don't maybe, know.
1: yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was like six or seven seasons, and it was one of those shows that like you felt like it. I did it anyway, because like people that watched it felt like it almost ended like too soon. But I think they ended it when they should have ended it, right. versus doing like that extra couple seasons to really milk it. Like they yeah. they. I think they just put it to rest, but it's just really well done. And the, I like the the intersection of the families, the, the storylines and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's on like, you know, on demand on NBC's right. whatever streaming thing. So I've just been like throwing it on in the background and like reliving it while while I'm doing stuff. And yeah, so a
2: little nostalgia, a little good yeah, background nostal- TV. Nostalgia is really important right now. I think that's been a big, yeah. I find myself like, you know, this is awful. We have this podcast where we're supposed to talk about new music and what you're listening to and stuff. And I do, <laughs> I do find myself listening to and watching new things much less than I usually do. I'm mm-hmm. very much into, I think it's calming. Yeah.
1: It's Hopefully. with the comfort. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but it's funny you you say that because I was going to say, I've been listening to, I've started listening to podcasts a lot more now, kind of like gotten back into my regular routine mm-hmm. and I do listen to Armchair Expert and um, another one I've been listening to is Jamila Jamil's um, podcast, which is called, it's actually called I Way. I don't know if you know this, but we're going to release this too and you can listen to it and, and we'll say it in the podcast. Um Write it down. That's a joke we always do because whenever Ashley says something, I start writing it down. I'm like, "Oh, you just fucking go back and listen, listen. to this." <laughs> um. So, armchair expert, there are two episodes in particular I highly recommend listening to. Okay. One of them is Casey Affleck. Because I just listened to that one the oh. other day, like yesterday. You're I'm thinking the whole time, like, is he going to address it? Is he going to address it? And they came back and addressed it. Yeah. And his response to it is, uh, it's perfect. He's like, Hey, I, I did the thing. Like, I'm not here to say I didn't do the thing. I did it. And here's why it was wrong not making an excuse but an explanation here's why i didn't know it was wrong and here's what i had to do and i need to always own up to that and always be learning from it. i'm like fucking thank you and also um ronan farrow the ronan farrow episode oh i haven't listened to that one yet. yet you have to listen to it. It's so good. But he does a really good job of explaining, hey, we hear things all the time, you know, and there are people who say, like, you can't just say someone did something and then go, well, they did it. And Dak says to him, how do I know? Like, how do I know what to take seriously? And he gives a really good explanation of understanding patterns and why it's important for people to come out and how they like, how they go through and like, take these accusations and like what's the word like fact check them and like you kind of yeah. like like yeah. validate or yeah, yeah there's like te- there's things they do and he says a couple things in there too that were kind of like shockers to me where i was like oh i didn't even know that like about woody allen and stuff um mm. but they're really good episodes and i highly recommend cool. them and then jimmy and Jamil's podcast it's really just about like body image and like feminism for the most part and um like lgbtq issues and like just about you know how we you don't I don't know I can't explain it it's about a lot a lot of things and it's really like empowering and it's great to listen to and I really recommend it
1: cool oh
0: my god I love it thank you
1: love it wow oh okay everyone (laughs) if you liked what you heard tell a
2: friend and if you didn't like what you heard Pay an enemy $20 to listen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go.
0: I like that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Beautiful.
2: I love it. All right, everyone.
1: Thanks, Tone. Thank
2: thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you
0: both for having me.
2: Keep gigging.
1: Goodbye. Bye.
0: Bottle of red, bottle of wine, breaking down the good, bad, and ugly shows tonight. We visit memories from the past on this Gig podcast.
1: That's it.